You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. This is Bradley Martin. We're going to get all Greek up in this today as we be roaming along this review for... (laughs) Percy Jackson and the Olympians, a Disney Plus series about the beloved series of books from young adult author Rick Riordan. Now, when I was a very young man, this was actually a series of movies starring Logan Lerman and I believe Sean Bean, who doesn't die. What? I'm pretty sure he doesn't. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Okay, <laughs> But now we're in the future, and Sean Bean's nowhere to be seen. And uh, Logan Lerman, who I thought was fine, he's not in this either. But <laughs> someone who actually is the age of the character is playing Percy Jackson. Whoa, the future is here. Walker Scobell is playing Percy Jackson. Who's Percy Jackson? He's just this socially awkward little boy, we're told who doesn't seem to have a very easy time fitting in, but not just fitting in societally with the other kids at school, but kind of fitting into his own skin. Now, his mother, Sally Jackson, wants him to go to a special school where he can get uh, better opportunities to learn and mostly stay away from a city that she doesn't like because she feels like something's after him. What's that about? Sally Jackson, played by Virginia Cole. Excellent job, I would say. Kind of my MVP for the adult characters, but we'll get into that later. Percy finds out that he's not a weird freak who was born with, um, I don't know, anxiety problems and (laughs) abandonment issues and, yeah, dyslexia. He's a halfling son of a god. Merciful Poseidon. Specifically, now Poseidon, as we know, is the king of the ocean. He likes to get real wet, doesn't like protection. So Percy Jackson exists. Oh, my God, Bradley. <laughs> That's, isn't that a part of the story? Yeah, okay, yeah. This is, this is what happens when you start recording after dark. <laughs> <laughs> exactly how it starts. Why is this a problem that Percy Jackson is the son of a god? Because the gods are now after him. His childhood friend, Grover Underwood, played by Aaron Shimhadri, reveals himself to be a, is it a satyr? Am I saying that word right? Mm -hmm. A satyr, like a protector of certain people who he's put in charge of. Now, 
Grover actually is his friend. I want to put that out first and foremost. He was given the duty to protect Percy, but he actually loves Percy like best friends do love. He takes Percy away from the human realm and into the realm of the gods where Percy learns what his place is in all of this and why the gods are kind of having a bit of a tantrum moment. With me to talk about this series, someone who helps me out like three times a week on these reviews. I swear to I swear to the gods. I love her. Glad she's with us. Harmony. Oh, I love you too. That's awesome. Thank you. And someone who always reviews the TV shows with me, whether it's anime or an adaptation from a long book series that I've usually read. <laughs> Gina's with us. Yes, I miss you all. How do you hold their neighbors? So a lot of fans hated the first run of these movies. I wouldn't say like viscerally, but they had their complaints and their letters to the editor. Sure. The series, uh, I've seen the movies and the series now. I like the casting a lot better because they do look like teenagers. Yeah. Uh, I like the slow burn mystery that we're presented with a bit more because a lot of the movies seem very rushed. I don't really have any complaints because I haven't read the books. Uh, what do you both think of the series? And have you read have you read these books? We're both like a gas because you said that you didn't read this book. <laughs> these books. Oh my god! No, how you, Bradley? Again, you're the one with the twenty tribes of I can't say that of where do you live? Canada. Uh, Canada. Yeah. Canada. Yes, the yeah. twenty tribes of Canada. Okay, <laughs> and you're telling me that you have not introduced your children to the wonderful series of Rick Riordan's Percy Jackson. I read that series yep. in like a weekend. Yeah, it's I'm a not good series. I love that series. It's like Harry Potter. Tch, go sleep in that ugly little uh, closet. closet. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Because Percy Jackson's where it's at. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Um, just in my defense, whenever they were like, read us mythology, I'd be like, okay. And I would read the mythology. Like the real mythology. The gist of it. Yeah. <laughs> the un- oh, the, un- the Odyssey and shit. <laughs> Let's see who Zeus wants to make best hand-holding friends with today. All right. <laughs> who's, whose dick was cut off and thrown into the ocean and out came Aphrodite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's listen to Hades Town and call it a night. <laughs> So we have Percy amongst the gods now, still feeling like an outcast, but surprisingly, these other kids kind of accept him. They're mean to him at first. A lot of them are, but they're not mean to him in a, you're a freak, Percy Jackson, kind of cruel, snotty way that middle schoolers can be, especially. Mm-hmm. Annabeth is one of these kids, played by Leah Jeffries. Uh, Annabeth, Grover, and Percy actually are tasked with finding uh, a missing master bolt that Zeus seems to lightning bolt thank you Zeus seems to be maybe maybe he's misplaced it maybe somebody robbed him it's a mystery and they're going to set out on a quest to find it together Um, I think a soothsayer gives him a jumbled prophecy and I mean jumbled in a polite way because you know how prophecies are they only make sense after you've lived through the horrors of them just closing this rant on our synopsis, I think 
if this didn't get a season two, it has. It actually is a good first season of television that does have an ending. And uh, I certainly appreciated that. I know a lot of my kids are shown a lot of horror, maybe too old for them. Mm. I think that if your kids haven't been shown that, the monsters in this series are very fun. You know, my little daughter's like, what? They didn't even kill anybody. And I'm like, oh, what have I done to this poor child? <laughs> <laughs> what trauma has my yeah. parenting <laughs> But you're all singing the series praises. Does this series live up to the words on the page? I think so. Like, f- from where... I haven't read the series for many, many years. Um, I think I read it about a decade ago. <laughs> I started reading, you know, I read all that that was available at the time. Um, I believe there's more books now. Um, and I really enjoyed this show. I couldn't wait for the next week to to come and for me to get to watch more of the show. I've really enjoyed it. I thought the music choices were really good. I thought the, um, the kind of guest characters that we have that play various like important mythological figures um, were great. I loved the woman who played Medusa. I thought she was fantastic. Um, And who doesn't love Lin-Manuel Miranda showing up and being kind of snotty. That's, (laughs) Who doesn't want that? You know, so um, I really enjoyed the show, though. Yeah, I was also kind of sad to see. Um, it's actually making me upset because he's no he's no longer alive. Oh, and Lance Riddick. Because but I was definitely excited that he was. <laughs> yeah. um, that was the greatest surprise ever. I said, oh! And then I got sad immediately. So yeah, once you realize. Hey, man. <laughs> Yeah, because he definitely, every time, it doesn't matter how short of a time he's on screen, he mm-hmm. just nails it every time. Yeah. Um, and then I was also surprised to see um, Glenn Turman as Chiron. That is also a face I haven't seen in quite some time. I mean, this guy is a seasoned actor. He's mm-hmm. been in all types of stuff. Um, but that was also very very happy to see him in this film as well so it was just like i think the casting they did a great job with casting even though personally i hated this kid who played percy jackson walker scoble oh really i thought i thought he was charming oh my god he was an annoying little shit but he grew on me and the more he grew on me, I think, and that's why I think that's a testament to his acting because that's how Percy was. Like when Percy comes around, you kind of get this feeling of like, ew, why are you here? Right. Um, and a lot of the other characters treat him like such, but over time he steps into his own and it's like, you know what? This kid isn't, this kid isn't half bad right. after a while, you know? Um, I don't know. I think I enjoyed the, character in the book more but that's probably because of how i projected my own imagination of how this character was but yeah it took it took me a minute for him to grow on me um and funny enough i was just like these kids seem really young and it's like yeah because they're kids yeah Yeah. because they're actually children (laughs) because i'm like yeah because the the things that they're doing and the tasks that they're taking on and and the fact that 
they are children, but they're also finding their own and the and the character arcs that they go through are so mature. It's like, okay, I can get down with this. And I like, I need to see more of this where kids are put in these adult situations mm-hmm. and they navigate it and hold their own, which you don't really see that often in a lot of shows at all. Right. It's usually dumbed down for, for children somehow. Either the quest is or the the action is or something but this was like some hardcore these kids are gonna die (laughs) situations um and i think that oh gosh i i the only thing that that bothered me is how other people were bothered with casting and that was just dumb (laughs) like like people got really upset about uh who played um annabeth uh, there was a, really yeah that there there was a lot of like online nonsense about it because she was she's played by a african-american girl and people are just stupid <laughs> <laughs> and i thought she was great i thought she was spicy and spiky and smart and everything that she needed to be so she, yeah yeah she embodied annabelle like annabelle from the books she nailed it and out of all things, uh, for Black History Month, may I speak? Okay. Oh, yes, please do. Out of all the things for y'all to be mad at, I was mad that they still casted a brown person. I don't care how you try to flip that Bradley on. He was his friend. He, no, I'm tired. I'm tired. Make that a white person help that little white boy figure it out. I'm tired of it, damn it. I don't give a shit if it's a magical black Negro or the Indian Negro magical person. No, stop using us to figure out your life. Okay, thank you. Oh, I get it. We're okay. I appreciate it. Yeah, Yeah, like don't. But you know what? Again, it's a testament to the acting, to the writing, and to the the strength of the show. You kind of forget that because I love I love Grover because it's like Grover is very clever. He's very and he really leads folks on to be like, yeah, I don't really know. Tell me how you feel about things, or and people just run their damn mouths with Grover and tell him all the tea. Yeah, they do not, Mm -hmm. and that to me actually hit home because not only does it happen to me, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people of color can relate to being treated like that. I got you. I'd say by episode five, I liked all three of the kids mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, a lot of exposition. How did you all handle those scenes? Like a lot to cover. And I'm not saying that a show with um, centuries of lore has to trust that the audience is an expert on it. But every time they'd sit down and be like, okay, here's what this magical thing does. Here's what Medusa does. Here's what this magic fleece does here's why this casino worker is such a badass and why we should go talk to him but don't talk to him for too long or we'll all fall asleep yeah and all my kids knew that they were like oh like odysseus like i said yeah oh, we get it dad <laughs> i'm like oh, you know? yes that was worth the the hours of reading and me not quite understanding the poetry of it <laughs> where was i going with this oh did you think the it was too exposition heavy or how'd you feel about the balance between action and exposition I think for me, there were the the main moment that I remember is that they never talk about the blue food, uh, but but they show him eating blue food because he his mom. There's a whole part um, about uh, 
that her his stepdad told his mom that there was like no blue food so that's all she would eat is blue food um and uh, that was like always one of those parts that really stuck with me and they never say it but they show it so to me that's like an example of how they kind of like tried to balance this like we can't like go into this whole thing about yeah we know the stepdad's an asshole and doesn't you know is we've already shown that so we don't need to go into the blue food thing but i like that they still showed it now i was confused about the stepdad call it not paying attention <laughs> you know i'm watching with kids i'm sleepy I, I believe his name is tim sharp um and his character's name is gabe but did sally just need a dude to be with or like they had no chemistry she seemed to treat him like he was more of a landlord than a lover uh, not that you know passion doesn't fade over time but i'm like are you really are you really with this person sally and is he really with you i was so confused by all of that anyways yeah. i mean <laughs> so i'll try to combine both to answer your first question i think they actually handled it quite well uh, it's not like the books are super dense Mm -hmm. uh, and that's a testament to the writing, like the writing, the way he writes, is, it's easy to read through, but it is a lot to take in. Uh, to me, I didn't think it was exposition heavy at all. In fact, I personally, I felt like it wasn't enough. And that's just really just because I enjoyed watching the characters on screen. The action, funny enough, I felt like it could have been a little bit more, mm -hmm. but I also understood that this seemed like they... They didn't play it too safe, but they also understood like, eh, not everyone is going to remember this series, especially because it has been some time since the movies have came out and since the series first came out. So I think they did a great job of making it to where whether you read the books or not, you're going to be able to keep up with the lore and not get bored, mm -hmm. which is not an easy feat to do. Uh, when it comes to the stepdad, for some reason, I think the stepdad, not that he was more malicious in the book, but just like he, he just wasn't, he was, he was kind of the representation of that guy that your mom dates that you feel that he just has to be around. Um, he has to be around just because, you know, your mom needs somebody, but mm -hmm. sure. in reality, you know, we don't really want him there. Yeah. I think that kind of got <laughs> yeah. lost because in the book, it's always written from a perspective of Percy. children. Yeah. Not necessarily from, yeah, not from the adult. So I think they did, again, like Harmony said, they kind of, they did a good job of making his character kind of encompass that with just making him kind of like, why are you here? You know what I mean? So yeah. they did their job. I just think the actor itself could have did a little bit of different acting choices to where even if the chemistry wasn't there, like you said, Bradley, you would still kind of feel like, all right, they are together, but it's clear you're the step, you know, mm -hmm. the stepfather, because in reality, you know, everybody, <laughs> Percy and his mama <laughs> want to know where the daddy at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was something that I wanted to know. Uh, Issues like childhood abandonment and feelings of anxiety that come with that, not very well covered in a lot of youth shows, I'll say, which I watch in abundance of with my kids. I thought this did a very good job at making Percy feel abandoned, but also having that longing to know who his dad is. 
But what made that longing even more powerful is like, but dad needs to step on the back, back here on the back burner. I need to go find my mom if she's alive. And uh, that was pretty powerful to me. Yeah, he is a mama's boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so sweet. Well, I mean, they, they, it was, it's them against the world is uh, uh, up until right. he goes to Camp Half-Blood. So I really, I can see that. So we're going to carry this uh, lightning in a bottle discussion into our final thoughts. What? <laughs> I'm a genie in a bottle. I'm sorry. Different Harmony, mythology. would you begin? <laughs> yes. It's like Christina Aguilera mythology. That is, that is. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, I really enjoyed the the series. I would have liked um more episodes. With a lot of shows that come out now, they're giving us like I think this is only like a ten episode run. Is that right? Something yeah. Like that. Uh, yep. Yeah. That's correct. And I I would have liked. Maybe oh, I'm sorry. Uh, eight. Yeah, eight yeah, eight. yeah eight. exactly. Yeah. I would have liked at least 10 or 12 episodes to kind of, I, I, I really didn't feel like it dragged or anything like that. So I feel like we could have added some more, you know, more of the camp, more of the quest. That's just me personally. Um, I think that this is a, a really fun show is I, I since it's all out now I, it should be pretty easy to binge i just had to watch it every week and, and didn't like you know let it back up or anything like that um i think that i would would want to see more of this show for sure i love the world the world building i love the 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 pulling of the mythology into this ya fantasy and um i'm here for it so um, I was one of those weird mythology kids growing up who knew a little too much about it. And so it's kind of fun. It's like, I didn't know who this is, you know? Yeah. So I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this a 8.7 out of 10 suspicious statues. Very nice. Gina, your final thoughts. Uh, I actually did want this I don't know if I wanted more episodes I do feel like they watered this down quite a bit it's Disney so I had to adjust my expectations uh the world building in this to me was where I think Harmony you kind of you nailed it on the head but there's just need a little bit more meat I would have liked to see more of the camp because the camp was such a huge part of the books uh, and I would like to have seen all the other characters. It's very much just like introduction and we're moving on. Introduction and we're moving on. Introduction and we're moving on. And it's like, well, damn, shit, can I get, <laughs> can I get comfortable? Um, but then that, that plays into the fact that, uh, you know, that's how it feels growing up. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're introducing mm-hmm. some shit and you got to keep it pushing and you just got to keep rolling and going with it. I think all the characters, all the actors have great chemistry. I think the uh, we didn't really get too much into the adults who play these roles, but all those who play the gods did an amazing job to me personally. Um, I love the score, and I actually love the way this was shot. Whether it was CG or not, it looked really good. The show looked really, really good. So kudos to the director of photography and the cinematographer who did this. 
Uh, yeah, I would definitely like to see more. It's funny, I was highly skeptical. And by the seventh episode, I was just like, no, I need more. I need more. <laughs> um, so they did their job. Disney has done it yet again. So uh, with that being said, if you enjoy the books, you will enjoy the series. If you hated the movies, you will enjoy the series. If you've never read or seen anything, you will enjoy the series. Uh, so I will give this a 7 out of 10 times. I wanted to sit on Aries' beard. I am going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. It's a, a handsome guy Aries. right there. Yeah. Aries, uh, played by Canadian actor uh, Adam Copeland. It's always the Canadians, man. It is. <laughs> We also have uh, Jason Manzoukas as Dionysus in here, mm-hmm. and uh, you mentioned earlier Chiron played by Glenn Turman. A lot of just brilliant character actors throughout this whole thing. Uh, I also liked Adam Copeland a lot as Ares because when you when you read mythology, especially simple simple mythology to children who are little kids, I'm not reading like big epic tomes of it. I'm reading the moral of the story, basically mm-hmm. script of it all. It's so fun how you realize, wow, Zeus and his kids are kind of just trifling-ass babies who want attention. <laughs> and I was so impressed how Ares especially, uh, played by Adam Copeland, really manifested that kind of behavior. <laughs> and uh, really looking forward to seeing Percy and Ares go toe-to-toe again as the seasons continue, so... Uh, big shout out to Lance Reddick. This isn't his last role. That's kind of how it's being marketed, but he was a constant worker. If he had a script, he'd be on set. He'd do a shoot. So if this was his final performance, I would say it's a fantastic one. The Fury of the Gods on budget works because of his presence. Mm-hmm. And I was very impressed with that. The finale was my favorite episode. I'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And again, the power of love when you're in a family. Like, I don't like the term broken home. I know it can be apt, but Sally and Percy Jackson, they're a beautiful family. And I really loved the episodes that dived into that as well. I'm going to give this little hero's journey adventure 7 out of 10 also. Underage trips to a casino. Oh boy! <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever been to Vegas? There's circus, circus. That's all children. And not yeah, gross. I have, and <laughs> really gross. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they were so focused on this mission that none of them even tried a slot. I was so <laughs> impressed with that. That's that's impressive. Yeah, because I definitely would have been on slots. <laughs> 